Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Warning. This show is not for the faint of heart. Listener discretion is advised. Mudwalker Productions presents Raising Hope. Well, it sounds like they're going to stay there for the night and try and head back tomorrow. That's good. At least they're all safe. Yeah, it's strange, though, that we didn't know about those people out there. We haven't been able to venture out that far, so it's really no big surprise that more people managed to make a safe location to stay at. Yeah, but for how long we've been here, why didn't they try to reach out sooner? Maybe for the same reasons we dealt with, with the group of raiders. I guess that makes sense. Well, it seems like there's not much we can do at this time, so we should try to relax a little bit and prepare for tomorrow. Yeah, we should focus on making sure that when they get back, they can rest also. What about Cameron, though? He's still out there. There's not much we can do about that. We don't even know what they found in detail. True. But we also can't forget that Cameron can handle himself. There's no doubt in my mind he made it somewhere safe. We should focus on trying to come up with a plan to deal with this new type the other group refers to as Goliath. That's a lot more difficult than you think. I heard stories from other people on my travels, and from what I've heard, it's best to run as far away as you can. If we decide to fight this thing, we could lose a lot of people. We can't just up and run away. There's too many people here to just leave. She's right. We can't just leave. We have a lot of elderly people and children who wouldn't be able to keep up, and relocating everyone would be hard just by itself. We need to think about a way to deal with it before it becomes an issue. What about the RPGs? Maybe those could bring it down. Possibly. An explosion at point-blank range definitely seems like it'd be worth a shot. But getting close doesn't seem like an option. From what they said, it's a lot faster than the other types we've seen. Knowing is half the battle. The more we learn, the better we can prepare and set the perfect trap. Then it sounds like we have to wait until we learn more. When everyone returns, maybe they'll have more pieces to our puzzle. Hopefully that's true, but we'll have to wait and see. Let's just relax for the night. Journey, would it be alright if we stayed with you for the night? That'd be nice. 
Having you guys here reminds me of the old days when we do sleepovers and stuff. <laughs> it has been a while since we've had a girls' night. <laughs> I can't say I've had the pleasure, but if you'll have me, I'd love to. I believe this will be Hope's first girls' night, too. So yeah, it sounds like a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> What will you have? We've got venison, mashed potatoes, or coleslaw. Or we've got a vegetarian meal of potato soup with salad and homemade bread. I think I'll go with the uh, venison and mashed potatoes. Good choice. Here you go. Enjoy. It looks delicious. Thank you. Yo, Greg, over here. Dude, that's the lieutenant. He's going to freak out on you. Nah, we've known each other since before the military. I'll always call him Greg. Unless we're in front of something higher up in the ranks. Still the same old CJ, as insubordinate as ever. Nope, not at all. I'm just saying what's up to a close friend. So how is everyone going right now? Did you learn anything new? Not much other than we know they're safe. They plan on staying there for the night to gather intel and return tomorrow. Is it true? About the new type they came across, I mean? That was real? I thought you were making it up. It's all true. Everything I've relayed to the troops is real. We've got a new infected, and that seems even more troublesome than others we're used to. What's the plan, then? How are we supposed to deal with something like that? That's just it. I don't have a single idea other than drop a bomb on the son of a bitch. Is it really that powerful? Sir? At ease, James, at ease. We're just having a meal together, so act like you normally would. From what Earl told me, shooting it didn't do a thing. He swears he even hit it in the head, but it didn't penetrate. On top of that, he said it seemed more intelligent, enough to be able to use objects like weapons. What do you mean? Through trees, other infected at them while they were trying to retreat, used whatever items were in reach and threw them with insane strength. That's insane. Wait. At least you said it attacks the other infected too. Maybe we could use that to our advantage somehow. What the hell are you talking about? Like, m- maybe we can lure it somewhere and use the infected to weaken it. What? You're, you're serious? <laughs> what? what? What did I say? The infected won't go near that one. They'll run in the opposite direction. So I don't think that idea is plausible. Oh, I didn't even think about that. It makes it a lot more difficult to deal with. There has to be something we're missing that we can use to take it out. From what we know so far, it doesn't like certain frequencies, which we can use to our advantage to keep it away. We just need to set up some kind of amplification and broadcast system around the walls. What about the radio station down the road? They might have the equipment we need to set something up. That's a good idea. I forgot about the radio station. We'll have to send out a small team to investigate and collect anything useful. We can do it. We'll take a couple extra people with us who know the area. All right. Head it once you're done eating and collecting the rest of your group. We should think about sending out some broadcasts detailing this new type so others will have a better chance, too. It's not a bad idea. We can even try contacting other groups if they're out there. We still have to be careful about how much info we give out about this place, though. We don't want another fight with anyone else. That's a good point. There are still some bad people out there. Exactly. Okay. You have your orders. Let me know before you head out and stay in touch. Yes, sir. Roger that, Greg.
So what now? We're staying here for the night? It seems like our best option at the time being. We can learn a little more about what's going on before we head back. I really want to go chat with this guy who's doing this research. Maybe he can piece together some of the ideas I've had about all this. I'd like to go with you if you don't mind. Not at all. Sarge, are we clear? Yeah. I'll go chat with Charles some more and get a better idea of how we're getting out of here tomorrow. You guys be careful and don't give out too much information about our colony. Only give the necessary details. We still don't know how trustworthy this group is. They can't be that bad. It might be beneficial to try to move them into our colony. They can set up in the hospital to run their tests and experiments. I mean, we've got plenty of equipment that would be helpful in that area. But moving all these people wouldn't be an easy task. Especially if we have to deal with the Goliath. If it came down to it, I'm confident we could do it safely. With the way they have their setup here, we could most likely keep the affected at bay while we moved everyone. The Goliath does seem to be the only major hurdle we have to figure out. We can't lead it back to our colony at any cost. We'll find out as much as we can. We'll be back in a little while. You know where to find us if you need anything. Let's go, Brian. I think this is the place. It definitely looks like it. Should we knock? I guess. Hello? Anyone there? Come in. Okay. Let's go in, I guess. Oh my god. What's that smell? That's the smell of formaldehyde. It helps preserve dead bodies so they don't decay. Ah, you must be the newcomers. Welcome. My name is Steven. What can I do for you? You can call me Claire. We actually heard that you've been doing some research on the infected. I've also been looking into the infection as well, but I can't seem to make any headway. We also heard you made some discoveries about some of the different types. Oh, I'm Brian, by the way. Yes, it's actually quite fascinating. Here, come take a look. See? Right here. What exactly are we looking at? No way. You actually managed to catch the virus in action? One of our people got infected while helping another group out there. When he got back, he came to me immediately and told me to restrain him to observe how the infection spreads. I guess he figured if he was going to turn, might as well learn what we can from it. He was an incredible guy and lots of us were shocked when he made this decision. But we couldn't let his wish be in vain. So you were able to monitor how the change happens in real time? I've always wanted to study the transition, but I also don't want to endanger anyone for the sake of my research. I know what you mean. It wasn't what we wanted, but luckily we were able to get some solid data thanks to him. So what does this all mean? I'm not a huge researcher myself. Basically what's happening is they're rewriting the genetic code of the host that they're infecting. I still don't fully understand exactly how it works, But from what I've gathered, they technically become something that's no longer human, but an evolved species of its own design. So that's what I've actually seen? A hybrid form of genetic manipulation? You've seen the studies about the fungus, right? How they infect their hosts and basically take over the nervous system and go to spread its own infection? This sounds really familiar. There's actually a zombie video game that uses a similar system. However, there are some very different key points that make this even stranger. I think I've heard of it, but 
What makes this different? This virus has so many different things in it, it's hard to figure out exactly what the goal was. From everything I've seen, it attacks the brain and kills the host, and takes over by using the neural pathways to manipulate the body and essentially take it over by recreating the living host. After a while, the virus begins to rewrite the genetic code throughout the body, causing it to mutate. Is that what makes all the other types? Like the Mistwalkers and the Poppers? Yes, exactly. Every single one has a specific structure that it tries to find as a form best suited for the original host. If they were athletic, they become fast. If they were overweight or extremely inactive, they become uh, the bloated type or poppers, as you guys call them. The Mistwalker ones are still a bit of a puzzle, though. I'm not entirely sure what makes them what they are. We heard that you did find out that the mist or fog or whatever it is doesn't have the ability to infect people. How do you know that? We had someone who, I was told, turned after breathing it in. The substance that they create is essentially steam. The body fluids inside become super hot and evaporate from the sores in their bodies. Hence why they all look skinny and emaciated. Then what would have infected the guy who breathed it in? If he got too close, it could have potentially used the immense heat to cause a burn on him. Also, they are a lot more volatile than other types. The rave infection from those ones are almost instantaneous. Even a tiny little scratch can turn someone. So, if it manages to get close enough to scratch him, it would be enough to turn him? Yes, the smallest scratch is enough for, to turn most people. All other types need to bite or, or get their blood inside the victim to be able to pass on the virus. So, blood or saliva? Yep, you got it. What about the big guy we just ran into? The Goliath, I think, is what you guys call it? That one is still a huge mystery, uh, no pun intended. Everything I could think of doesn't quite match the behavior that I've been seeing with the other types. And the way it goes after others of its own kind is still just baffling. After seeing it firsthand, it almost seems like it still has a more intelligent way of thinking than the others. That's what I've seen as well. It's almost like the host is still alive and constantly fighting for control, but he still can't achieve a hold of its own. If I could study just one, it would allow me to further my hypothesis. Good luck with that. That doesn't seem like it would be easy to take out or even do a live capture for study. I actually have a few ideas on the matter if you're interested in hearing them. What do you mean? You actually want to try to capture it? I really don't think it's going to turn out the way you're expecting. You haven't even heard my idea yet. Just give me a second to explain. Well, I guess it's worth hearing you out since we have no clue how to handle this one. Knowledge is power. If we could manage to trap it, we could figure out its weakness and how to kill it. Also, we might have a clue to find a way to suppress the virus, if my theory is correct. What exactly do you mean by that? From everything I've gathered, I'm fairly certain that the Goliath used to be one of the immune. That's impossible. So you're telling us that the immune can still be turned? I've looked at some blood samples from a few of our people and found that the virus is present in almost every case of our immune. Once we came across a Goliath, I noticed that the bite marks were all over its body, so... I hypothesized that the immense amount of the virus had been introduced into that particular person, causing a reaction to mutate to that point. If what you're saying is true, then how many bites do you think it would take? I've got quite a few. Does that mean that I'm eventually going to turn into something like that? Depending on the time frame, I believe it would need to be consecutive in frequency. How many bites do you have and how many happened at once? I have 15. The most I received at once was think four. Seeing how the body metabolizes the virus and the immune, you should be fine. 
It would require an insane amount to truly have any effect, though it's just a theory. I recommend not getting bitten anymore, just to be safe. Would you mind if I took a blood sample to check? Sure. I guess it'd be nice to know. All right, take a seat right over here. Oh, Claire, if you want to go through all my research files on the laptop, it's over there. I'd love to get a second opinion on my findings. Mm, thank you. I'd love to look at your research. Everything that Steven showed us has me worried. If it's possible for the immune to be infected, creating these insane new monsters, then we need to figure out a strategy, and fast. It also has me even more worried about Cameron. If he was swarmed like we assumed, then it's possible he is infected and could potentially be turned into something like the Goliath. We don't have enough information on this virus to make any rash decisions. Like Steven said, knowledge is power. The more we can learn about this virus, the better we can combat it. The question is, how much time do we have? All these new things keep popping up and making it harder to ascertain the next step to take. We spent the next couple of hours going over all the research Steven had done, hoping we could find some sort of key to the problem. But we could only come up with more theories than answers. Earl showed up to check in on us, and we filled him in on everything we learned so far. He had the same worry about Cameron that I did. He even brought up another worrisome theory. If Cameron did in fact turn into this new intelligent type of monster, then it could be possible he'd try to make his way back to the settlement. If that happens, then we need to get back as quick as possible and prepare for the worst. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This isn't looking good. We can't just sit back waiting for something to happen. There's not much we can do at the moment, though. If everything we just learned is any indication, then we need more information on how to deal with this new type. I still don't think it'll be possible to do a live capture on that thing, and it's way too dangerous to attempt just for some research. I think we'd be better off killing it and trying to study whatever we can from its corpse. I feel the same way. It doesn't have to be alive for us to gather the data we need. There would be some benefits to observing it in a contained environment, but I don't see any way to contain it. Killing it does seem to be the only viable option we have to not endanger everyone. I really hope that you're right. As much as I hate to say it, we might need to pull back our search for Cameron and set up lookouts between here and our settlement. I had the same thought. We need a way to keep an eye on what's happening. Are you serious? We can't just abandon him. What other choice do we have? If you have a better idea, then we're all ears. Damn it! I don't know. There has to be some way to track him down. 
He's a smart man. I have no doubt he made it somewhere safe. But we still can't just assume everything will be fine. We have to focus on what we can do right now. You're right. It just sucks when we can't do a damn thing. I think our best move right now is to get some rest so we can be prepared to leave in the morning. Agreed. We will need to be well rested to make our way back. All right. I'm going to get some sleep then. See you all in the morning. Are you doing okay, Sarah? I'm fine. Just a little worried about them still. I know how you feel. I hope they make it back safely tomorrow. They will. They are all very capable. We don't have to worry as much. I know Brandon is probably worried the most. Cameron means a lot to him, and I know he's frustrated that there's nothing he can do right now. I think they all feel that way right now. It's still hard to believe that this is all happening. We've been through so much already, and it sucks. I was hoping we'd have more peace time than another problem to worry about. We will make it through this like we did the last time. We all work together to protect this place the best we can, and I feel like nothing is going to happen that we can't handle. You're right. We've got this. Is Hope still asleep? Yeah, I just checked on her. She was pretty tired, huh? Yeah, she didn't sleep that much this afternoon. I think there was too much happening earlier for her. Yeah, it's been a pretty busy day. I'm feeling drained myself. Well, let's unwind a little bit and relax. Journey, do you still have that bottle of wine I gave you? Yeah. Do you guys want a glass? I don't really think we should be drinking right now. Relax, Sarah. It's not like we're getting drunk, but a glass of wine could really help to settle our nerves. I'd have a glass. All right, I'll grab some glasses. Wine actually does sound kind of good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having a glass. So, Julie, what's up with you and Greg? Is he the one you've been spending a lot of time with? Yeah, you could say that. He wanted to talk to me a while ago to ask me a few questions about some of the older people we have here. I didn't think we'd end up spending much time together, but suddenly we started talking about ourselves. That was a pretty sly move he pulled. What do you mean? I'm sure he only used the pretense of learning about the elderly to get you to actually talk with him. Maybe. But he was actually worried about some of them, since we don't really have a lot of medications left that few of them can take. He was almost thinking about sending a group out to scavenge medical supplies, so we don't have to worry about it in the future. That's not a bad idea. We could use a lot more medicines around here, just in case. A few of the kids need some special medicine as well. I know Blake has asthma and is running low on albuterol. What's that? It's an asthma medication that he uses, and he doesn't have that much left. That's not good. We really do need to go on a supply run, and soon. I'm sure Greg has something in mind, but he's focused on current events right now. We can talk to him tomorrow when the group gets back. We may need to go to Bonner's or head to Coeur d'Alene to check the pharmacies there. Yeah, we've already cleared out the areas around us. Not only that, but the military cleared out most of the supplies from the hospital before they took off. Here. Thanks. I guess one glass wouldn't hurt. Is that Brian's guitar? I didn't know he played. Yeah, he figured it was a good idea to have a hobby when he has some downtime. Plus, Hope really seems to enjoy music. He's slowly getting better at it, but he still needs some practice. It's about time you got up. I take it you slept well? Oh. Hey, John. 
I slept all right, though it did take a while to fall asleep. It's hard feeling comfortable with no walls. Tell me about it. I think I only fell asleep for like an hour. I kept telling you I could take watch, so you felt a little more comfortable to get a little more sleep. You look tired as hell. I had way too much on my mind. My thoughts just kept racing. You sure you're going to be okay for the trip back? We can always wait a couple more hours so you can sleep a little bit. I'll be fine. I just want to get back so we can make a solid plan on how to move forward with all of this. I understand how you feel, but are you sure you'll be alright? Yes, I'll be fine. Trust me, guys. Alright. Where's Earl and Claire? They went to go talk with Charles about the way out. I guess Bill's going to escort us as far as he can with a portable frequency generator just to be on the safe side. Makes sense, I guess, but will he be all right to head back here by himself? He said it'd be fine. He'll have plenty of battery power for both ways. Let's just hope he doesn't have to use it. If that thing starts following us, we can't lead it back to the others. If that happens, we'll have to loop back onto the highway and head out to the other end again. That won't be a problem. What do you mean by that? I guess Charles and the others are going to provide a distraction for us to lure the Goliath away from where we're heading. What?! That's way too dangerous. What if it breaks through and attacks this place? Relax. It'll be fine. This ain't the first time we've had to do this. Plus, like you said, we can't have it following you guys back. How the hell can you be so calm about this? Like I said, it ain't the first time we've done it, and we've gotten even better at it. If you think it'll be fine, then we've got to trust you. Well, you guys all set? I think so. We packed up our gear already, and we're just waiting on you guys. I radioed back to our people to let them know we're on our way. They said they'd send an advance party to meet us just outside of Kootenai. You get everything you need, Claire? Yeah. Stephen gave me a copy of his hard drive, so we have all of his research. And now that we've got communication established, we can work from both fronts now. Charles even had a chat with Lieutenant Adams after Earl was finished. Oh? What did they talk about? Charles told Adams to think of this place as a secondary base of operations. They figured it would be beneficial for both sides to operate as a cohesive group, with a secondary location in case any incidents where either of us need to evacuate. We can also continue to patrol the highway for any other groups trying to pass through. And make damn sure we don't have any run-ins with groups like you guys dealt with recently. That's a great idea. Yeah, you know where to find us if you guys ever need any help. We do kind of owe you one. That's mighty kind of you. We're all glad to know we have other people out there. Now, I'll radio and let them know we're ready. You guys load up and prepare to follow me. All right. Let's get a move on, people. Dell, we're ready to move out. Get the signal when you're spotted. Are y'all ready for this? As ready as we can be. I really hope this goes the way we plan, but yeah. Let's make it back to our people. Use the silenced pistols for now, so we don't draw any unwanted attention. Got mine ready to go. Same here. I'm locked and loaded. I feel like some of our guys have been a bad influence on you, Brian. What? Seriously? Who says locked and loaded? I'm guessing Jenkins told you to say it, right? Yeah. Why? Was it really that bad? Huh. You sounded lame. Hey, at least he seemed to lighten you up, Brandon. Looks like we're on the move. Stay sharp, guys. We'll keep our eyes peeled. Now, let's get home. Oh, I can't wait to get back.
This has been a Mudwalker production, written and created by Mikhail Pollock. Mikhail Pollock as Brian, Jennifer Johnson as Journey, Samantha Feltz as Julie, Joshua Johnson as John, Andrea Carnegie as Sarah, Gabe Hodge as Brandon, Marissa Rains as Katie, Vern Webb as Earl Dixon, Kelly Wagner as Claire Barnes, Brett James as Lieutenant Adams, Dr. Beast as Bill, Denzel LeBlanc as Corey Jenkins, David Beakley as James Matthews, Jesse Blount as Stephen Chambers. Until next time, stay safe out there and beware the Goliath. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.